0: Hello everyone, welcome to the Wrestling Creepy Podcast. I'm your host Mike and we are on the road to WrestleMania sixty-two days away. Sixty-two days away from the biggest wrestling event of the year. Ah, there's nothing like WrestleMania. Nothing like it. Last year, WrestleMania was seven and a half hours. Ah, I pray that we not get that this year. Even though WrestleMania last year was really good, honestly. I do not remember a bad match on that card, but seven and a half hours? You gotta give, you gotta give us some money back off that Vince. Jeez, Vince, seven and a half hours? We clock it in, buddy. You gotta, you gotta cut us a check. All right, all right, all right. Enough of that, uh, Vince Man, if you heard that, please cut us a check. Cut us a check. You want us to be anywhere for seven and a half hours? Cut us a check. All right. So we're gonna talk about Super SmackDown, guys. Super SmackDown. Went down to Tulsa, Oklahoma last Friday. Uh, really good SmackDown. It really was a super SmackDown. If you wonder why they call it super SmackDown, they call it super SmackDown because, uh, SmackDown was on the same channel as the Super Bowl. On Fox. So why not make the, why not make SmackDown super? And it really was. It was a good SmackDown, man. Uh, starting off with a promo from, uh, Roman Reigns and the Usos. Uh, now known as the Bloodline, which is good. They need Those guys needed a name. If they're going to be a three-man group, every three-man group needs a name. So, same thing with uh, Baron Corbin, Dolph Ziggler, and Robert Roode. They don't officially have a name, so we're going to give them a name. Their name is the Kings Court. So, we had a quick promo here between uh, the Bloodline and the Kings Court. Uh, the Uso scene really relaxed in this. Uh, Southern Roman Reigns... This did not seem scripted at all. It could have been, but uh, it didn't seem scripted. These guys seemed relaxed. They said what they needed to say. And, I mean, these guys, th- this feud has been going on for an insanely long time. Uh, long before the Usos came back from uh, their uh, vacation, so to speak. Uh, it was good, though. Uh, this promo was just to set us up for our main event which uh, the losers of, this, of tonight's main event, which was a six-man tag, the losers would have to eat dog food. Now, this whole dog food business started last month with uh, Baron Corbin and Roman Reigns. Uh, Baron Corbin wanted to, wanted to embarrass Roman Reigns, and he did so by uh, handcuffing him to a ring post and covering him in several cans of cheap dog food. Yeah, absolutely disgusting. So, tonight we're going to get a six man tag where the loser has to eat dog food. And so just to make sure that you get some type of a feeling or a smell for what this dog food smells like, they had a they had a table that was they had two huge buckets on it. Cut uh, just filled to the brim. With pedigree dog food, not the cheapest, but dog food nonetheless. Dog food does not smell good. I have two dogs. I feed them, and I have no idea why dogs like that. It smells horrible. But uh, so that was. That's how the show begins. We're gonna get that promo between the Bloodline and the King's Court, setting up tonight's main event. Uh, following that would be a Fatal Four Way Tag. Uh, everything looks good. This fatal four way tag, we have four strong teams. Uh but you obviously know who the winner is here. We got the revival on their way out the door. Uh you gotta know every time right now when you see the revival, they're gonna be taking a pin. There's no more wins in the future of the revival. And I hate that. The revival are a really, really, really good tag team. Uh their time at NXT, great. But ever since they came up to the main roster I mean, their strengths have not been highlighted. This this is an old old school tag team. This is an old school tag team. These guys know how to wrestle, but uh, yeah, they're not up for the uh for the games. They're not up for the games that we that this main roster likes to play. So, fatal four way tag. Uh, the winners get a get a uh, title shot, a super uh, super showdown. Yeah, Super Showdown. Now, this kind of confuses me a little bit. Super Showdown is gonna be a really big, uh really big show. It's supposed to be uh some somewhere close to WrestleMania. And it's it's the it's a Saudi Arabia show, so it's not gonna be here. It's gonna come on at a weird time. Most most of us won't watch it till the next day. Uh it's gonna be a good three or four hours, and it's gonna come on in the middle of the day. Oh, sorry. All right. So Fatal Four Way is gonna be a uh, the revival. Heavy Machinery, Lucha House Party, and Miz and Morrison. Just think about this here. Heavy Machinery. Good tag team. Not up for the titles yet. Uh, I would like for I would like for them to be. They're two big guys, but right now you got Otis doing something completely different. They're not doing anything with Tugger Knight right now. Uh, Lucha House Party, another very, very talented tag team. They should have been the team to actually take the pin in this match, but uh, they're not the ones on the way out the door. They actually just re-signed a five-year deal. At least five years. It might have been a three-year deal. If you want information, I'll get back to you on that. Miz and Morrison, Brandon team, and John Morrison just came back to the WWE, so he's not losing anytime soon. Uh, and you know what? The Miz needed this. The Miz needs somebody right now. Uh, he, just, he just needs somebody right now to uh, help him get on the winning track. The Miz has not exactly been on the winning track lately. But this here was the longest match of the night, uh, actually. About 20 minutes or so. Uh, really good. Uh, a lot of action. And there's no way these four teams could have a bad match. But you got to know the obvious winners here. The obvious winners would be the Miz and Morrison. Uh, but it was overall still a good match. I just really hate to see the Revival take it piss right now. The Revival, uh, one of the best tag teams of our generation. Whew, all right. <clears throat> and that match will be followed by, oh no! Next to that, after that, we have a uh, backstage segment, which would be a uh, Mandy Rose and Otis. Now, this little angle here, I'm really, really liking. Uh, some of my other shows, some of the other shows I listen to, say SmackDown doesn't have a lot going on right now, and that couldn't be farther from the truth. It has less going on than Raw because it's a two-hour show. But right now you got Mandy Rose, God's greatest creation. And I mean, damn she's fine. And you got her you got her in a love angle with Otis. Now, if you don't know these people, just Google them real quick. Otis of Heavy Machinery and Mandy Rose. These two don't look like they belong anywhere near each other. Anywhere near. But this angle started back uh probably about a month ago. No, around Christmas. It was around Christmas. This this angle started around Christmas and uh Or was it the New Year? The Christmas or the New Year, either or it's been about a month, maybe a little longer. Well, it's it's the greatest thing, man. Uh you get uh Manny Rose walks up to Otis. And Otis is, I mean, he's stumbling over his words. Stumbling worse than I am. And he, uh, <laughs> he, he, he did it, man. He finally did it. It's been weeks. He's had his mom make her a cake. He has saved her life in the Royal Rumble. He's, he's helped her win a match. He finally did it, man. He asked her out. Otis Dokovic. Asked out Mandy Rose. He asked her out for a date next Friday. To go on a date with him next Friday. And uh, she turned it down. She turned it down, guys. But, don't get me wrong. This was still great. Because uh, she said she had plans next Friday. No big deal. They both had plans. This is Friday Night Smackdown we talked about. You guys gotta work. But this is the fantasy World of Wrestling. Anything can happen at any time. Ha <laughs> ha. Just why we love it. Right? That's why we love it. Wrestling is that fantasy world where anything can happen to anybody. So she turns him down for the date next Friday. But she says she's free the following Friday. Guys, the following Friday. Guys, listen to me. Listen to me right now. Pause everything. I mean, don't pause the show. Listen to the show. Forget about SmackDown right now. Forget about Super SmackDown uh the following friday very important valentine's day valentine's day is next friday not next friday the following the, the following friday get on top of it guys get on top of it start buying stuff now buy little stuff now some big stuff later get on top of it i don't want to see you guys uh come to work with black eyes or uh contact me through my facebook and Ask me, why didn't, why didn't I remind you that Valentine's Day was coming up? Dude, Valentine's Day is coming up. Get on top of it. Get your lady something. Uh, all right. Uh, back to it. So, <laughs> Mandy Rose, she agrees to go on a date with him the following Friday, which is which is the, uh, the 14th of February, Valentine's Day. So, looking forward to that in two weeks. They can actually give this a rest next week. They don't have to do anything. They don't have to they do do anything to these with this uh with this little setup next week. Give us a break, put some in there. Uh just give us a little video package. Let us miss it a little bit. But once Otis got this date, I mean, man, my fingers went up. I got he got the Daniel Bryant yes fingers from me. This is awesome. I'm looking forward to it. Uh then following that we had the Fiend and Daniel Bryant uh Royal Rumble recap. Oh man, what a great match. Uh you can't go wrong. You can't go wrong with Damian Bryant and the Fiend. Or Damian Bryant and uh Bray Wyatt. Those guys are gonna make gonna have a uh at least a four star match every time. At least a four star. Uh it was just a really great match, man. Uh it was a strap match actually. And it was a strap match, not this type of strap match, uh Back in the day, when you had to touch the four corners, this was a strap match, winning by pinfall or submission. Uh, go back and watch it, man, uh, on the WWE network. It was a really good match, man. It's it's worth the watch. Uh so just get a review of that. Then, following that, we would get a uh, a tag team match, women's tag team match. Uh, which they mentioned the women's tag team titles in this. I don't, I doubt that. That they move those women's tag team titles anytime soon. Especially to... uh, If they did, it would have to be the Nikki Cross and uh, Alexa Bliss. I don't know who else could take those titles right now. Right now, the Kabuki Warriors have them. And they're not even focusing on women's tag teams right now. I don't know what's going on there. I would love to see them focus on women's tag teams. Uh, Send send those tag team titles to, to NXT. NXT have NXT has way more women. The NXT's women division is deep. I mean, it's really deep. Is you could probably you could probably add Raw and SmackDown uh, SmackDown's women rosters together, and you're not going to get as deep as the NXT women's division. They said those titles will be defended on every show, and those titles have been defended since. Uh, TLC last year. <sighs> it's time to move those titles around. I really want to... They should do something with those titles. I don't know. Ah, This is the frustrating thing. The WWE has way too many titles. I've said it. Uh, other people have said it. People with way more influence than I have. At this point right now, I have zero influence. But, I, I, come on guys. Why do we have so many titles? Right now you just got these women uh, packing around something for no reason. Every time, every pay-per-view, every, every pay-per-view that goes by and these titles aren't defended, every episode of TV that goes by and there's no focus on these titles, these titles are losing value. They're essentially becoming really big uh that you can put around your waist. Let's do some of these titles, guys. Well, guess we can't do nothing about it. Uh, but, yeah, we had uh, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross taking on Fire and Desire. Honestly, when it comes to Fire and Desire, that is Mandy Rose and Sonya DeVille. And, in my humble opinion, Mandy Rose is both Fire and Desire. <laughs> All right, guys. So, uh, quick little fact. Uh, Alexa Bliss. Alexa Bliss started... Uh, was in the Royal Rumble and she lasted 26 minutes. And her elimination was great. Her elimination with, uh, she, she was eliminated by Bianca Belair. Uh, Alexa Bliss came in at number one. Bianca Belair came in at two. They ran through the first, uh, 10 to 11 women. Uh, and, and, and it got to a point where it was just Alexa Bliss and Bianca Belair in the ring. And they went at it, they went at it, uh, Alexa Bliss got eliminated by Bianca Belair, which there's no shame in that. But that elimination looked like the end of a battle royal, and it was nowhere near the end. <laughs> but still, really good nonetheless. Like I said, the Royal Rumble was one of the best Royal Rumbles of recent memory. Uh, and so uh, and they did get these two They they should give Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross a uh tag team name, and since they won't, I will, their their, uh, tag team name is going to be Twisted Bliss, so every time you hear me talk about Twisted Bliss, Twisted Bliss, that is Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss, alright guys, but this match here was way too fast, Uh, I really want to see Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville do something, Sonya Deville's offense is crisp, it looks like it hits hard, Uh, she's a former MMA fighter. She's fought in the octagon before, so, I mean, give her some type of credibility. Right now, she's being blown over. Right now, she is a house made of sticks. Do something, I mean, I want to see something better from from, uh, Sonya Deville. I have no idea why they have Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose just, I mean, just laying down so quickly. We all know that this stuff is uh, that this stuff is predetermined. This is a show that has been written out uh, by several people and uh, edited down by one person. Listen, man. So, Vince, tell me something. Why are you so against Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose having a match? I went to SmackDown last week. And this match was yeah, I went to SmackDown last week. This match was supposed to happen last week. And as soon as the bell rang, the match got interrupted and nothing happened. It was just over, just like that. Come on man. Is this match gonna happen or not? Well, I guess it did. It lasted all of a couple of minutes. I meant to look at the look at the time on this match before before uh before this show. I just forgot. But the match was super short. So we go to commercial, we come back, uh and when we come back, they're showing the top of the stage. At the top of the stage there is a guy stirring up this dog food. I swear I could smell this coming through the screen. Uh and if I could, the smell I got was horrible. Absolutely horrible. Uh, fall, and that's just the follow up. That follows up. Uh, well, that segment is followed up by a an intercontinental title match. I can't remember the last time we had, had an intercontinental title match. So the IC title was defended by uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, sorry, defending against Braun Strowman, the monster among men. This uh, was also another really good match, man. Like I say, this was this really was a super uh, a super SmackDown. It really was. So uh, Braun Strowman took on Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, Nakamura, man, he's so good. I'm really glad he decided to stay. Not too long ago, Nakamura was was uh, wasn't sure if he wanted to stay here or not. Uh, he wanted his contract expire, maybe move back to Japan. Uh, he thought about it. He's picked up his whole family and moved over here uh, for this, so he's going to stay. He's going to stay, and I'm glad he's staying. I'm glad he's staying. But he's just been holding that IC title. Uh, you know, as you know, they recently changed the IC title. Uh, they made it bigger, actually. Now, I'm not sure why they changed it. Some people say they changed it because uh, the, white, uh, the white strap was Cody Rhodes' idea. And you know, Cody Rose is doing his own thing in AEW. Which is another show we'll get to uh most likely Thursday. Most likely on Thursday I'll get you'll get the AEW review. Uh yeah, that's that's why he said they changed it. Uh the the title is big. It's much bigger than it, it was before. It looks too big for Nakamura. So I uh, I honestly thought I, I honestly think that they changed that title, uh, so that it would fit Braun Strowman. Because it was much smaller before. And Braun Strowman is a very large human being. He needs a big belt. And if you're not going to give him the world title, you got to adjust the other belts to make him big enough for him. Makes sense. That's just the way I see things. Uh, but this was a really good match, man. Nakamura put, I mean, he, he put those hands on. Braun Strowman actually got those hands I know Braun Strowman likes to say, you're going to get these hands. You're going to get these hands. Well, no, Nakamura, put those hands on you, son. Those hands, those knees, those elbows, those shins, those feet, you got all the work. You got all the work. But, I mean, this little group of uh, Nakamura, Cesaro, and Sami Zayn, I mean, they're like water and oil. They do not work good together at all. Uh, Nakamura, I would much rather have just seen Nakamura just struggle with Braun Strowman and lose than, than to see him lose the way that he did. With no and with no title rematches, that's, that's something that WWE does now. They don't do any automatic rematches. Uh, with no automatic rematches, I really hate to see someone lose a title like this with... Sami Zayn actually trying to help by taking off a uh, taking off the padding of the, on the turnbuckle. Which is supposed to be for Braun Strowman to hit his head on. That That's actually how Braun Strowman won the match. Nakamura actually ran into that turnbuckle. And he went from turnbuckle to power slam. Just no opportunity for a kick out. These guys, I believe these guys can have a really good match. If you would have put Nakamura and Braun Strowman on a pay per view together with no interference, I mean we can get a good match here. Let's get some kickouts. Let's get some faster kickouts. Then Nakamura kick out of that uh that super strong, super super strong power slam that we get from Braun Strowman. Uh, let's get some excitement in here. This happened. This match ended way too fast. Way too fast. But, uh, it's been a long time. It's been a long time. has been waiting for a singles title. And he got it here. Yeah, he got that title here. He got the Intercontinental title from Shinsuke Nakamura. Which, don't get me wrong, it was good. And he got a huge pop. But, um, I'd rather see a longer match. Give those guys 20 minutes. This is more like, ten, maybe fifteen. Give this guy twenty five minutes, man. Give those guys twenty five minutes. They can put on a match. They both know how to work. Uh right after that you get a uh, you get Sami Zayn. Oh Sami Zayn backstage, uh I mean he sounds pissed. He is furious. Uh and he's he's uh, somebody comes up behind him to do an interview with him. Uh and at the same time, we have Elias in the ring. Elias in the ring, interrupting him. Uh, pissing off Sami Zayn even more. As we know right now, Sami Zayn is still not clear for... Uh, he's not clear to take any bumps yet. I don't know what his problem is. What his injuries are. Uh, but he's, he's been out for a while. So he's not, So he's not taking any bumps right now. So Sami Zayn... Asked uh, Cesaro to go out there and handle business. He sent Cesaro out there to take care of Elias. Now, if you have been watching... No, matter of fact, even if you haven't been watching... If you look at Cesaro... And you look at Elias... This... Really shouldn't be a competition. It really shouldn't be. Uh... And it really wasn't a competition. It wasn't. But the other way around. Elias. Should not. Be handling. Cesaro. I don't understand. It makes no sense to me. Makes zero sense. But. um, Don't get me wrong. Cesaro's selling is amazing. Cesaro could have. Cesaro could have a good match with a broom. If you put Cesaro in the in the ring with a broom, you're going to get a five-star match. But unfortunately, I think the broom will come out on top. I don't understand. It's like once you've been in the WWE for so long, uh, you start taking pins for everybody. Don't get me wrong. And then you got Elias trying to make a face turn. I don't even know if I like this right now. Ooh. I mean we'll get to it maybe I will maybe I won't he got hurt that's the thing he was a heel he got hurt and all of a sudden when he pops back up he's a face no 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 that's not how that happens heels turn to faces when the heels that they run with turn on them and he wasn't gone long enough to come back as a face this is a mistake I'm tired of hearing, I don't want to see Elias play his guitar anymore. I know this is thing, but I'm not watching wrestling to watch somebody get in the ring and play a guitar. When you step between those ropes, I want to see a good match. I know this is sports entertainment, but maybe let us be entertained by the wrestling. Alright, I'm done. I'm done, uh... Don't complain about that Let's move on to the next thing Over, Like I say, still overall Still a really good SmackDown uh, Right after that, we get a uh, Royal Rumble rematch Between uh, Shorty G and Sheamus uh, So This match started out a little different it Started off different from the Royal Rumble The Royal Rumble was uh, Just a clean match Just a clean match, man It was, uh, you know Shorty G comes out Seamus comes out, they get in the ring, they have a great match. Uh, Seamus went over at the Royal Rumble. Here, uh, Seamus comes out first, and Shorty G hit A and broke out. <laughs> That's an inside joke. If you have uh, 2K, you know what I mean. Yeah, Shorty G hit A, he broke out, he uh, blasted Seamus from the back, knocked Seamus down, made him. Uh, Seamus did a good job there, tucked his chin, rolled through. Uh, but that's embarrassing. That's embarrassing for a dude, for a dude of Sheamus' size to be, a to get blindsided that hard by somebody as small as Shorty G. Shorty G is probably my height. And I am not tall. But that's what we got there. Uh, but, overall, was still a really good match. Shorty G, you can't get a bad match out of Shorty G. He's another guy that can have a great match with anybody. Uh, but Shorty G put that work in on Sheamus, man. He bent him up like a pretzel. Uh yeah, Sheamus looking like a uh, looking like a white judge, uh a white fudge flips. Yeah, I love those pretzels. Those are really good pretzels, man. But uh yeah, Shorty G tied up Sheamus this way and this that way and the other. And at the end of the match, what do we get? A nice bro kick from Sheamus to put out Shorty G. I don't understand, guys. I don't understand. If you want, if you want somebody to have a rivalry, it has to be more than just words. Let's get some back and forth here. Why put over? Why, why does Sheamus need to go over Shorty G again? I don't understand. I feel like a rivalry should be. You know, if he does go over twice, uh, let him cheat one time. Let them cheat one time, man, or some kind of underhanded move, or even do a count out. Do something, but two clean wins? You're not telling the story here. Which is what you're saying is Shorty G can't be can't be shameless. And this is this is professional wrestling we're talking about here. Things don't have to make sense all the time. Sometimes a little guy wins. Let the little guy win, man. I know everybody's not Rey Mysterio, but come on, man. Just a roll-up win, that's not that's not super decisive. You know, make Shorty G, uh, let Sheamus get so frustrated that he has to use a chair or something. If you want this to be a feud, if you want it to stretch out, you got to mix it up, man. But two clean wins? It, it makes no sense makes no sense it was a good match didn't take away from the overall uh, didn't take away from the overall feeling of the show but it makes no sense for him to get two clean wins let's mix this up some oh man that was followed up by a uh, Bayley promo Good promo by Bailey, you know one of her best. Uh, she's starting to feel this heel gimmick. She she wasn't feeling it at first. She needed this though. Uh, Bailey made a change. It's I mean it, it. She finally needed it, man. It was the change had to happen. The Bailey buddies had to be killed. She had to stop hugging everybody. She had to lose that ponytail. I'm not sure about the, uh, this horrible haircut she has. But, uh, the promo was good, man. She went out there, you know, everybody knows she's been SmackDown champion for the, she's the longest reigning SmackDown champion they've had so far. Uh, and she feel like she's beat everybody. Well, almost everybody. Because who came back at the Royal Rumble? Naomi! She came in with a glow, baby. She came in with a glow. uh, Challenging Bayley. She wants wants to challenge Bayley for that title. And it would be a good match. I don't see Naomi actually going over on Bayley. Uh, I don't see what you do with Bayley right now. Uh, I felt like if they wanted Lacey Evans to beat Bayley, then Lacey Evans should have found a way to beat Sasha Banks first. But Sasha Banks is hurt right now, so I guess that's why I guess that's why they had to have uh, Lacey Evans go ahead and face Bailey for her that uh, women's title and lose. Well, so we'll see what happens with Bailey and her title. Uh, she's gonna hold that title to WrestleMania. The next pay per view is, like I said, the Super Showdown in Saudi Arabia. Uh, They might have a women's match over there. Uh. But it's very possible they wouldn't. Just because. It's the culture of the. Of Saudi Arabia. Those women would have to be completely covered. And the last time they went to Saudi Arabia. Saudi Saudi Arabia. Uh. Don't get me wrong. The last time they went. It was the middle of the summer. But. That's still the desert. Uh. And. The lights around that ring. That night. Uh the last big event they had in Saudi Arabia, it, it was over 100 degrees by the rain. So when you put women in a match in Saudi Arabia, they got to be ready to contend with that heat, and they have to be completely covered up. Uh, thing they can be showing is their hands, maybe. Uh, but from the neck down, they have to be completely covered. And I'm not sure if it's worth, uh, um, I mean, I know it's worth it. Don't get me wrong. I know it's worth it to have women have that type of a match there, uh, but that's gonna be tough to find women that are willing to go and willing to have that match. They had one last year with Lacey Evans and Natalia uh, I know you need to expand on that, but I doubt they do anything with Bailey's title at Saudi Arabia. But yeah, Naomi comes out. She wants. She wants to fight Bailey for that title. Uh, they have a little scuffle. They get into a little bit. Uh, get to a war of words. Uh, But long story short, right now, Naomi's not getting a title shot. She could, but there was nothing here that shows that she's going to get a title shot. And that moves us right into our main event, which would be uh, the King's Court taking on the bloodline. And what we got here was actually... The king's court, Baron Corbin did not get carried down to the ring on that big tall thing that he got dropped off of a couple of weeks ago. He actually walked down to the ring. He actually walked down to the ring on his own. uh, Which means I hope that this whole king thing is coming to an end. Uh, And I honestly, oh I pray, I pray to sweet baby Jesus that this is the last of this feud with Baron Corbin and Roman Reigns. I really hope that the Usos coming back didn't like just refuel it. Just refuel this feud. I'm glad to see the Usos back. It's good to see them go go up against uh, Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode. They're good heels. But... I don't want to see Baron Corbin and Roman Reigns do anything else. It hasn't even played out that good. I mean, I guess it has. Baron Corbin has he got he got two victories over Roman Reigns, which is which is a huge accomplishment a huge accomplishment for anybody. But I'm 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 done with this. I'm, I really hope this is over. Don't get me wrong; these guys had a really good match. Uh, last week's SmackDown started off with, started off with this six-man tag, but this week's SmackDown ended with the six-man tag, and this time it was much better, nobody got hurt, uh, at the beginning of the match, so they didn't have to readjust anything on the fly, and like I said, the losers had to eat dog food, so of course you're gonna get the bloodline winning here, there's no other way for that to go, uh, the bloodline, they take out, uh... With a roll-up, actually. Roman Reigns actually just ended up getting a roll-up on Baron Corbin in a very, very nice sequence at the end there. But yeah, Roman Reigns just... He rolls up Baron Corbin. Uh, The the Usos dispatch of Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler. So they are out of the picture. And you got Baron Corbin. uh, that That they had to drag, kicking and screaming and biting. Literally biting. He was... Biting at the Usos. Because he knew what it was. They had those same cuffs that he used to cuff Roman Reigns to the post. And they cuffed him. Dragged him to the post. And treated him much like he did Roman Reigns. Only thing is, this was way more dog food. When Baron Corbin did this to Roman Reigns, they opened up six to eight cans of dog food and just... Poured it all over them, smeared and just rubbed it all in. It was bad, but this, like I say, they had those two huge containers that were filled to the brim. I mean, about to just about to just run over of just dog food. And it's just, and it just looked so disgusting, man. And they, so they dumped that on them. Uh, they opened up cans, put that on them. He should just, I'm sure some got in his mouth. I mean, it was way too much to not get in his mouth. They didn't even have to, they didn't have to feed it to him. But he went kicking and screaming, goddammit. He went kicking and screaming. But that's how SmackDown ends. SmackDown ends with a huge mess of dog food all over the place. Really good SmackDown. That's a really good SmackDown considering The Fiend Fiend didn't even show up to SmackDown. No Fiend, no Damian Bryant, just a recap of what they did at the Royal Rumble. And we still had a really good SmackDown. Uh, Roman Reigns can still end the show, man. He might not be fighting for the title right now. He might not be exactly in the main event picture. But I guess you could have two main event pictures. But Roman Reigns is still good. He's still good to end the show, man. And he did a good job there. Uh, What a hell of a way to end Super SmackDown. Uh, just real quick, guys, a couple of things that you wouldn't know. Uh, th- I'm going to give you a couple of news stories here. Three, three things you might want to know. Uh, you're not going to you're not going to hear these on the show. This is stuff outside of the ring that you wouldn't know about. On this, you know, I tell you, or you can you can hear about from other places. I'm not on Twitter or anything like that. So, but so three stories. First. Luke Harper got his release from WWE, which means they don't think that he can move a needle. Which means they don't have any faith in Luke Harper to, I don't know, stay healthy or be that good of a wrestler where they have to be concerned about him. When Dolph Ziggler, when Dolph Ziggler asked for his release, uh, they did not, they denied him his release. And they told him they were they rather pay Dolph Ziggler to sit at home than grant him his release and let him leave. They know wherever Dolph Ziggler goes, he's going to take fans with him. They don't feel like that about Luke Harper. So he's been granted his release. Uh, He is now signed to AEW, and he will be making his uh, debut there really, really soon. Uh, Luke Harper actually could have been held by the WWE until WrestleMania, but like I say, they didn't feel like they needed to hold him. They let him have his release. Been away this 90 days and he's free to go. So I'll be looking forward to him in AEW, see what they do with him. Uh, Hopefully, they just let him go out there and be a good wrestler. But if not, uh, he's most likely going to be head of Dark Order, which is an AEW thing. We'll get to that uh, in a few days here. Uh, AJ Styles. AJ Styles was injured at the Royal Rumble. He has a separated shoulder. But he'll be back before WrestleMania, guys. A separated shoulder lasts, what, four to six weeks? And he's tougher than most of us, so he could be back sooner than that. And if you're wondering about Edge, if you're wondering about Edge and his return at the Royal Rumble, think about this. Edge entered that Royal Rumble and he stayed to the final four. Nobody without a contract will be in the final four of a Royal Rumble. That's just not gonna happen. And if you're in the final four of a of a uh, Royal Rumble, you're a top guy. you're gonna be doing big things. So expect big things from edge for the next for the next three years. Edge is a three year contract and he has the Brock deal. So you're only gonna see Edge uh a few times a year for the big events. The the big four pay per views and the uh oh my gosh, the big four pay per views and the Saudi Arabia events. So this so we could be getting we could be looking at Edge taking on Randy Orton in Saudi Arabia. I was thinking maybe WrestleMania for Edge and Orton, but we could get that at Saudi Arabia. It's it's a show that's coming up sooner. It's it's a it's the biggest show before it's a big show before WrestleMania, so we could actually get that match there, and that's going to be Mage. That's going to be Mage. But guys, been forty three minutes. I've talked to off enough. enough. Thank you. Thank you for hanging in there with me. I will see you again soon. When we talk about Monday Night Raw. A three hour show. Three hours from Monday Night Raw. That's insane. But I watch it every week. I love it. I'm the Wrestling Grippy. This is the Wrestling Grippy Podcast. Uh, I'm looking for a co-host. I could have another co-host here pretty soon. So you won't, just have to, you won't have to hear just me and my uh, my opinions, my complaints, my truth, my love, my passion for professional wrestling. I'm looking for another co-host to host this show with me and bounce some ideas off of somebody, man. Uh, you want to get a hold of me, contact me on Facebook. That's the only thing I'm on right now. Uh, just look up Mike Williams. Inbox me. About what you want to hear. Any complaints. Any concerns. Anything you want to find out. Let me know. Thanks guys. I'll talk to you later. Peace.